Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is man like Doreen. Hi, this is Tom Thurwa. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the nightmare fuel hustle alone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, O'Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe a pro. Hello and welcome to Brit Rest Journeys on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by the maestro. Philip Michael, how you doing this seat? Oh, this afternoon, Philip. <laughs> so you just sound like that. Very well, you. Yeah. yeah, good to be here. Yeah, thank you for coming on. It's been somebody I've wanted on for a while. <laughs> so how, how's, your, how's your return to the ring been? You know what? Busier than ever, funnily enough, considering yeah. everything that um, the world's been through over the past year or so. Uh, yeah, it's been going really well at the minute, and I'm hoping to keep it going, going forward. Was the triple threat at Superstar Pro your first match back? It was, yeah. Sorry, what a first I, match I, back, I, eh? <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking yeah, that must have been that, because I think that was on Freedom Day, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it, as uh, I'm looking at that, like, I, I got the message about that match mm. like way before it happened. And during lockdown, I'm not going to lie, I just slobbed out. I was just on eating ice cream. Yes, same. Flaming Hot Cheetos, <laughs> like... And I'm getting that, and I get getting that message telling me where I was wrestling and what sort of match I was in, and I was thinking, "Oh, bloody hell! <laughs> <laughs> I, better, I better find myself a treadmill really ASAP because right now I'm not so, in the best spot here." <laughs> so it was for the Adrenaline cha- Championship. It was JJ Webb, Dean Mark, you yourself. Great match. So I thought that whole show was really fun to watch. I watched it on uh, Facebook. Yeah, a couple of yeah it was a later, good atmosphere so. to be around as well. Yeah, we went to the the TNT show. Was at the same venue the week after, I think. So we were at that one. I would have been to that show if it wasn't on a Monday at five o'clock or something. I was like, I can't get to five o'clock on a Monday. Yeah, <laughs> so, it was a strange one that, yeah. and I was like a bit nervous about you know numbers and whatnot going to be there, yeah. and it was absolutely packed. It was yeah, rammed. I've heard it. I've heard it was amazing. Yeah, also. And the crowd was lively, which is always a positive. Yeah, but it was on the Sunday. The whole family, me and the whole family, would have definitely been there. But just yeah. Just get yeah, getting there what it was a bit like <laughs> So you've mentioned you slobbed out a bit, so how did you keep how did you keep your fitness up during lockdowns? I didn't, to be honest with you. I had to like as soon as gyms opened again, I just smashed it back out. But yeah, the entire time I was promising myself I was gonna get onto home workouts. Yeah. And I never did. Um I'd go through phases of trying to start watching my nutrition again. <laughs> but that that'd disappear in a week or so. Um I'll be honest, if it went for wrestling I'd probably be so out of shape. It's unreal. Uh, I love my food. Oh, um, fried chicken is my main weakness. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I used to love goal, uh, fried chicken, but I had my gallbladder out about five, four years ago and I just can't eat it anymore. Just go, oh, it just gives me... Oh, it mess you up? messes me up now. I'm sorry. But I used to love it. So yeah, especially KFC. I don't know what they put in them spices. <laughs> something, something doesn't agree with me anymore. So. Yeah, I love the really bad fried chicken shops. Um, yeah. <laughs> like the Dixies or like yeah. Freddy's that like you just know you look at them and you think oh this is dangerous yes <laughs> honestly it's like the best tasting chicken mm. I've ever had <laughs> yeah during lockdown I put uh, from between March and July I think I put on two stone I went up to like 18 stone that's just because was like, literally working from home 
doing no exercise. Rather, yeah. yeah. Bacon butter every, every, to... <laughs> every day. Every day. Frothy coffees. <laughs> have an afternoon cake every day. And pasties instead of salad got... for lunch every day. <laughs> I got to like 13 stone. Mm. And I was like, finally, I'm putting on size. But then when I was really honest with myself, I was like, there's no muscle being built here. <laughs> 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 uh, but, um, uh, yeah. Then it's like gyms opened and training was back on. And I was back to being active again. I got dropped right back down to my usual weight, like 12 stone five. Yeah, I'd lost it again by Christmas, I think. So yeah. I just, I just, yeah. Once once I got back to the office and started drinking black coffees, their frothy coffees and having salads for lunch. It's because having the kids here it was just easier to get a couple of pasties was than Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Where I see it as well, like the world was in such an uncertain state. Yeah. Um to be honest, we're not in much of a certain state now. We all know anything could change, you know, on a dime sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's hope it doesn't, but um the way I see it, just do whatever you've got to do to get through it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I was watching, I was just sitting there with a tub of ice cream and I was scrolling through and I was watching people's um, progress picks on that 30 day nuts challenge. I was like, go ahead, lads. <laughs> oh, <laughs> some, yeah, some of them got an amazing show. I was like, it's Ethan it's Allen and Big Guns Joe. I messaged Big yeah. Guns Joe saying, you need to stop getting in shape or big because your whole gimmick is that you think you get big, not that you are actually <laughs> <laughs> big and muscly. <laughs> so it's kind of, yeah, I was think, going through progress picks eating Ben and Jerry's and I was like, yes, good on you. <laughs> <laughs> Were there any matches or storylines in 2020 that you're particularly looking forward to that couldn't happen? Though? Ooh, um, you know what? I don't think there was, to be honest. Ooh. I was I was very much on that, in that the same position on the card. Uh, in fact, no, there was. Um, I think there was a storyline I was supposed to do with JJ Webb going forward at This Is Wrestling. Oh, yes. Um, and I was really looking forward to that because I think JJ for Man One is one of the best heels going. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. Um, we are allowed to talk like that, yeah? Like, it's not, is it not kayfabe? Like it's that? not kayfabe. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for Man One, JJ is like one of the best heels going. Um, and it's just, it just makes our job so much easier. Do you know when you've got like a good heel to work with? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I love and the crowd just automatically well, hears the music and they're already booing. And... <laughs> yeah, I saw him for the first time at um, Odyssey Pro Wrestling a couple of weeks ago. First time live. Oh, I've seen, yeah. I watched him on YouTube quite a bit, but first time I've seen him live, was, uh, he, he was teaming with um, Big Guns Joe uh, against Ridgeway and uh, Ryan Hunter. That's was, was a great, great yeah. main event. <laughs> so... I first worked with him in February 2020 and we'd never wrestled one-on-one. Oh, before. wow. Yeah. Um, but it was one of them. We just sort of like gelled. Like everything just went together dead easy. And when you work with someone for the first time, it's probably not going to be the pair of your best match together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with this one, I don't know. It just sort of went together so easily. Oh, really? I remember like being halfway through the match and I was on the floor for some reason. And I was remember thinking, this is just going really smooth. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It, it's someone I definitely like to get the chance to work with again. Yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> um, I don't know if this is true, but they said it on the commentary that you got into wrestling after you robbed the DVD from the shop <laughs> and watched it and fell in love with the Dynamite Kid. That's, yeah, not, not a proudest moment. <laughs> but disclaimer, I was like 11, 12 years old. Um, yeah, and then my mum forced me back down to the charity shop to apologise to all the staff. Do you know them memories where like, you're asleep late at night and you just think about the worst things that you've done or like the most embarrassing moments. That's one that pops into my head regularly. Like, just oh, yeah. that walking down to that shot and just knowing what I was about to do. And like, oh. 
<laughs> so who was your favourite wrestler going on? Oh, it was probably Rey Mysterio. My yes. first one when I first got into wrestling. Rey Mysterio, without a doubt. Um, yeah, my kid plays. I seen that, DVD, I seen that DVD. Yeah. Uh, and I was trying to find any wrestling I could find then. Um, which on like my, nan- my nana's skybox on a Saturday when I go up and see her. Yeah. And, yeah, and it was just Rey Mysterio. <laughs> I think the first wrestling show I actually ever watched full yeah. was, there's a promo in like, I think it was 2009. I must have been my last year of primary school. 2008, maybe. Um, and it was that promo with like Edge, CM Punk, and they're all like sat on the ladders. I think there's like, <laughs> yeah. like might be yeah. two others that were sat on the ladders, like talking, I think, before Money in the Bank or some well, ladder match or something. I'm sure and that was, that was like the, the first or second ladder. Yeah, yeah. In the bank. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> first wrestling show I watched. Oh, amazing. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was slightly lapsed then. I was kind of. We didn't have. I was living with my brother, and we couldn't afford Sky Sports, so I kind of just didn't. I kind of kept up the results, but didn't really watch it that often. So um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I never, I never had it at home. It was only when I went to my nana's that showed yeah. the Skybox. Yeah, I think TNA was on like Virgin at that point, and that's yes. how I found like I think it was Suicide vs. Pop, D'Angelo. That was like my first TNA match that I ever watched. Oh wow! Well, yeah, um, I, I used to watch TNA. I used to love it up until up, yeah. up until Hulk Hogan came in. I loved it. <laughs> and he kind of ruined it. See, it's weird that, right, because I look on that with like such nostalgia because I, I don't think I was, I think I might have just started my training at that time, but I didn't really have a clue what was going mm. on. I just watched wrestling because I like, enjoyed watching wrestling. I wasn't like picking the shows apart or anything like that. And mm. um, I look back at it now and I see so many people talking negatively about that time and I understand why, but just it's funny just looking back on it at that time just thinking I'd come home from like four hours travelling on from Morecambe on like a Sunday, yeah, I stick yeah. TNA on and it'd just be there. <laughs> I just feel called in the ring, Eric Bischoff, and all that. Lot. It just went from if this is the cool place to be, and had like AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels and they just um, Samoa Joe were all at the top of the card. Then Hogan came in, they went back to the X division, and it was just all X, his mates all just came in, with like nasty boys in like the late 50s <laughs> doing tag team matches, and you're like. I watched. What I watched you when you were good twenty years ago. Why are you back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I remember just watching, looking at ourselves as well, like the ramp to the ring. I remember <laughs> that being that, that sticking with my young brain. Do you know what I mean? Like you know, when you look for things that look just different that mm-hmm. look stand out to casual fans. Yes, it's like the ramp straight to the ring. I've never seen that before. No, <laughs> yeah. So like, as much as there's like a lot of bad that was probably going on, mm-hmm. there was a lot that stuck in my brain. And that I remembered as a casual fan. Definitely. <laughs> so what prompted yeah. you to do on the tights and get your ring yourself? I don't know. I just got into wrestling, like I said, with that DVD, finding that DVD. Um, yes. And I was sort of not in the best place with like school and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't focusing on any of my work. Like I have to enjoy something to be able to like focus on it. Definitely. Yeah. And I had no ambitions at school whatsoever. Um, I was picking up bad habits from things in my past and stuff like that. Uh, and my mum was just like, you need to just go do something. You need to find some sort of discipline from somewhere. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, she's like, right, you know what? Go on Google, find a wrestling school, and you're going to go. Uh, and then there was future Chucky Manchester, but I believe he had to be 14 at the time to join that training school, and I wasn't old enough. All right, okay. Um, I was only, I think I was just about to turn 13, or he had just turned 13 at the time. Um, and so I found one in Morecambe. It was XWA at the time, ran by Greg Lambert. Uh-huh. Uh, head trainer was Johnny Fear. Um, and yeah, first time my mum came with me. It's like four hours on the train there. She waited in Morecambe all, all day for me. 
like three hours while I was training, oh, whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'd come back, then we'd come back together as well. And after that, I was on my own. <laughs> oh, amazing. <laughs> was Ray Mysterio who you wanted to like mold your style around where you started training? Yeah, originally, I'd say so. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I still try like 619 countless times today. It's <laughs> 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 just because just I can try it. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much where it all started for me. Cool. Did you have an idea of a character you want to be when you started training? No, not a clue. <laughs> I still don't, to be honest. <laughs> I just wing it. <laughs> so, how did it transfer transfer from like you wanted to be a bit quite lucha to your like quite technical British style you do now? So, I don't know. I think I think it stems from um, I was a very slow learner when I started wrestling. Yes. Oh. Um, and the first session I went to Morecambe with it was a training session with Dave Rain. Oh yeah. And we had the ring, and it was like the best thing I ever done. Well, I was like taking my first bumps, you know, I don't think you can actually class them as bumps, but you know, I, was taking my, I was taking my first shoulder tackles and um, JD from the Grizzled Young Vets. Oh, wow. Was, yeah. James Drake, yeah, he was actually at training session as well. I remember rightly. Um, yeah, and I was taking some shoulder tackles off these massive guys and taking my first falls in that ring. And, but then after that, I don't know why, but there was no ring. We had to use the matted area downstairs. Yeah. Um, so... My first few months in training was just technical wrestling, pretty much. Oh, wow. Um, and because I got more confident with the technical side of wrestling, mm. when we got when we ended up having the ring every once in a while, I wasn't as confident because I'd have to do like these big moves where I go upside down. Like, <laughs> I had the biggest fear in the world of taking a suplex. Yeah. Like, I remember it to this day, like, crystal clear, like it happened yesterday. Um, yeah, I, had, I pretty much had like a phobia of suplexes. <laughs> It was just a thought of going upside down and it freaked me out. Wow. <laughs> what, what year was this? So. This was like 2011. 2011, wow. <laughs> 2011, 2012, early 2012, yeah. Um, train, the trainer there at the time, um, Johnny Fear, it was like, we we're going to do, do the same bump drill, which was like arm drags, hip toss, body slam, suplexes. And on my way to training every week, I'd be just sat on the train, overthinking and panicking. I'm going to take a suplex. I don't want to take a suplex. I don't want to do this. And then he, said it, he said it out straight and he was completely honest, which to this day I'm really appreciative of because I feel like if he didn't say it, mm. I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Um, and he was like, and if Phil doesn't want to take the suplex, maybe he needs to go away for a while and come back when he's a bit older. <laughs> and I was like, no, <laughs> no, I'm being a wrestler. No, I'm being a wrestler now. <laughs> and I actually prompted me to take my first suplex and then after that I was fine. Oh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> It takes back to your first show. What, what do you remember on the match? And in hindsight, was it any good? Did you have you been back and watched it? What was your opinion on it? So. Uh, it? It was okay. I was in with a I was in a tag match. Um, so basically, we'd done this storyline. It was only a training show. There was about 40, 50 people there. Yeah, but it was a training show for XWA. And do you know Stallion? I recognize the name. Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. Um, well, the, the gimmick was I was his lackey and like gopher. Um, and we'd spent months where he'd just bully me, pretty much. Mm. And we'd working up to him just taking the mick out of me. We did a spot where I went out and got my pizza once, came back, given the pizza box, and it was empty because I'd eaten it. Uh, <laughs> just that sort of stuff. Um, and it built up to me and Stallion almost having like a baby face sort of dynamic where like, yeah, I was getting the mick taken out of me from him, but it was like sort of mm. in a baby face sort of way where it was more like fun now rather than just getting bullied. <laughs> and then... He, he got attacked by Johnny Fear, who had just turned heel, if I remember. Yeah. Um, and then I became sort of Greg's, not not lackey, but almost assistant or like apprentice. Yeah. Uh, and then at one show, I think Johnny Fear ended up attacking me. 
which ended up that top baby face coming out, which was a guy called Jinx at the time, who also was a big influence in my wrestling because he reminded me a lot of Jeff Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> Hardy was also one of my idols. Um, he came out, made the save, and then we ended up in like some tag match where I think I literally did the rocker spot at the beginning and then got a schoolboy in at the end. Yeah. That was all <laughs> the entire match. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I remember being so buzzing off it. Oh, basically. <laughs> like, all my family was there. I don't think anyone was expecting me to win. No. Um, <laughs> I got the schoolboy finish as like the plucky and the dog and it was oh, some of the, it was one of like the funnest moments of my entire life just doing that. <laughs> like even after all the matches I've had now I still look back on that and I just think remember that feeling of that first one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was 2017 maybe your best I don't know if it's going to be your best year but based on your cage match just who you wrestled yeah. that year it must have been 2017, amazing I look, I look back right now it was absolutely wild <laughs> yeah, it must have been great not just the experience but from a learning point of view as well just yeah. name a few yeah. of the people you wrestled you got Colt Cabana Doug Williams Lionheart Chris Ridgeway Danny Hayes Dean Allmark Joey Hayes <laughs> yeah, Tyson T-Bone Martin Kirby what's funny about that was I spent the entire 2016 wrestling my mates and yes. on, on academy shows uh so there was Dave Birch there who I'd been training with since uh, the PCW Academy had opened. Yes. And I was just in my comfort zone pretty much for the entire 2016, just wrestling people I was comfortable with, wrestling my teachers. Um, and then 2017 came along and it's, along and it's almost like I was thrown to the wolves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, everyone looked after me. Um, I was still very new at the time. Same, how old were you? Been um, but well? yeah, everyone I worked with, like, I have no complaints. They all looked after me, like the professionals that they are. Um, and they all went out the way to make me look good and proper give me time, which, you know, to this day, I'll be appreciative for. There's like, there's a part of me that wishes that I could sort of have the same opportunities now. Yeah. When I'm so much more polished than I was back then. But I feel like if it wasn't for them matches back then, I wouldn't have the confidence I have now. Definitely. <laughs> so it's sort of like played sword in a way. But yeah, it was a crazy time, that, to be fair. So at PCW, were you like thrown pretty much into the, the upper mid card straight away? Or did, or, uh, it's just, just based on the matches you're in. And you, you won a lot of these matches as well. Just, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was sort of in like the young prospect sort of spot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I just, like I said, I remember one, one week I'm wrestling Dave Birch on an academy show in front of about 40, 50 people. And the next week I'm wrestling Colt Cabana in one of the biggest tournaments that, in British wrestling at the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it yeah. all just sort of came out of nowhere. Uh, and I, and like the fans sort of took to me, to be fair. Oh, and amazing. I was really lucky in that sense, you know, because Colt is Colt Cabana and I'm thinking they're only there to see him really. And then yeah. they couldn't have been any better, like, you know, supporting me as well to an extent. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> so, um, Given you've had this time over lockdown to like rest your bodies, probably get rid of all them niggling injuries you had, have you? And probably evaluate what's worked well, what hasn't worked well over the last couple of years. Are you going to make any tweaks to your character or to your move set now if you returned? Or uh, I changed my gear. Um, my gear before was very like black trunks, black kick pads. Yes, uh, and I'd wrestle a very technical sort of style where like I'd work the arm a lot and stuff like that, but. It seems like every show I watch now, there's always someone in black trunks, black kick pads, mm-hmm. working a body part or, you know, doing a lot of mat work. Uh, so I've tried mo- really moving away from that as of recently because I just I don't want to be the same as everyone else. Um, yeah. I like to keep a technical element in there in the matches because definitely it's what sort of people have come to expect from me. Um, so I can give them sort of what they expect and then surprise them with some stuff in terms of actual in-the-ring 
action, then mm-hmm. that's what I sort of want to go for. But yeah, I don't want to fall into that trap of being on the same show and being like one of six people that are all doing the same sort of style. Definitely. <laughs> Which back when back when like 2017, there was no one. There was you had like Zack Sabre Jr., um, Norm Dar, all them not wrestling like that sort of style. But it wasn't as many as there is no, nowadays. Definitely. I was seen as being different for doing technical wrestling back then. But now the country has so many good technical wrestlers. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to be different. Yeah, I did. So you got new. It's blue, it's blue gear you've got now, isn't it? That's, yeah, and I've also got a green set exactly the same. Oh, cool. Because I watched um, your match with um, Sheikh Al Sham, where they were doing a who had the who has the most spark in this kind of competition or whatever it was. <laughs> oh, where was this? It's on the YouTube. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know more than me. Yeah. <laughs> I look at that. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure what show it was at. But, um, it must have been recently. I got uploaded about three weeks ago. So. Ah, cool. <laughs> that's got that's got match. <laughs> <So. laughs> ah, Sheik's Sheik's another one. Yeah. One of the easiest people to work with. Yes, he's very really good. So I'm going to watch him. He's going to be at Wrestle Island in, on the 19th of September. He's, called, he's against Alexis Falcon and Cameron Salas in a first number one contenders match. So it should be really ah, good. Oh, sweet. So he won, he won the uh, their equivalent of the Money in the Bank just before lockdown started. Yes. Yeah. He only had a year to cash in, but he couldn't cash in. So they've said, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can go. It's for, it's for Wrestle Island, yeah? Yes. Yeah. And Cameron Solis, mm. he won the number one contendership just on the last show before lockdown. So he never had a chance to cash that in. <laughs> and, uh, Alexis Falcon won the Rumble. Never had a chance to do anything with it. So he was having a number one contenders match. <laughs> oh, that's the problem with a global pandemic, eh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Peter's been really, the, the owner has been like really like, He's nuts to make sure we're definitely back before he announced anything. <laughs> so, so, so. Yeah, yeah. So if I completely understand that, it's probably like the smartest thing to do. Yeah, because I was got when um, Superstar announced everything so early last year, and then I had to cancel everything. I was like, oh, so gutted. Yeah, but see, at the same point, I see, I see both ends. Yeah. I see, see, like you know what Rassan did as probably the smartest way to go about it. But like, I remember seeing all these shows getting announced during lockdown. And I remember thinking like, it gives us something to work towards now. It gives us some Definitely. motivation, like. The show's getting announced, and you know what I mean. You don't want to be left out, so um, it almost gives you a purpose to like just keep pushing through what was really difficult times. We we had the speaking out movements in June last year, and we've been back two months ish. Have you really noticed a difference at the shows you've been at since you've been back? Because you know what, there's so much more of a, like a, a team atmosphere nowadays. I oh think. yeah, um, pretty much every show I've been to, like the entire locker room is just in like one big group. Or just you know talking, having fun. Wow, there isn't like I've noticed it's a lot less sort of clicky, which you know you, you, is amazing. To be fair, you yeah. know, um, obviously there's always going to be people in wrestling that you're closer with and that you get on. But yeah, the recent shows I've been at, like the Superstar Pro one, everyone just felt like one big team. Oh, um, there was no one like sitting on their own or standing in a corner. You wondering what they're talking about? Are they talking about you? Are they talking about someone else? Are they, you know, um, yeah, it was just. The atmosphere since being back backstage is second to none. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> like, cause it's it's a lot of the same people as well mm-hmm. that are like the shows that I've done. They've been they've been a lot of the same people on. Yes. Um. So like, I've formed friendships and like bonds of people that I've never really met before lockdown as well. Uh, yeah. And everyone just seems so down to earth and easy to talk to. 
which is exactly what you want. Yeah, I, I work backstage at Odyssey Pro Wrestling, and it was yeah. They kind of had the locker rooms, and they had this green room where everybody sat and chatted and stuff while the matches yeah. were on. I think everywhere else like now, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah that's right. It was, it was really fun. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's lovely. Yeah, everyone that wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. yeah super, Odyssey, super cool. Cool. Odyssey, Odyssey is the one in Morecambe that yeah. like he's got he's got different owners now, but yes. yeah, it's it's yeah, um, they had their first show back. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. That was yeah, that was, yeah. How's how's the the guy rang the bell. I keep calling myself the timekeeper, but then people look at me weirdly. But oh, yeah. <laughs> I was the timekeeper. <laughs> yeah, I was the timekeeper. Stroke the person who got all the entrance attire and took that back backstage, and then wiped down all the ropes after each match. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So I, was, I did that at Peach Shot the other week. Yeah, <laughs> I, was like that. I didn't ring the bell, but I was the um, I was the the. Uh, Running for the jackets and yeah. the down. <laughs> yeah. that's knackered. Yeah, it's not. It's not for sixteen stone, nearly forty year old men. That job. It's a decent cardio work, I? <laughs> yeah, my knees were killing the next day. I was like, I think just jumping up and down on the rope off, off the ring. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but it was a lot of fun. I'd love to do it again. <laughs> so going forward, um, have you got like a wish list of opponents you want to wrestle over the next year or so? Oh, um, you know what? There's so many. Like this, Robbie X is one that I'd love to get the chance yes, to wrestle. Yes. I've never met. I've never, I don't think I've even met him before. Exactly. Uh, but in my opinion, he's like I don't think there's anyone that comes close to him in this country at the minute. Yeah, I'm going to see him in um, October at Fight for Honor in Chester. Yeah, him versus uh, Nathan Cruz is the main event. Honestly, his footwork and movement and just execution of moves like this, where every wrestler should want to get to skill wise. Yes. Definitely. Um, yeah, Honestly, I think he's probably, he's probably like the smoothest going today. Um, and I think being able to work with someone like that, you get to like see it up close and um, pick up things that they might be doing that you're not doing or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, for my money, without a doubt, the best going in the country today. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, trying to think of someone else. Jimmy Jackson as well. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like he's someone who's quite underlooked. He's someday I want to see live. I haven't had a chance to see him live yet, but I've heard really good things about him. Yeah. I seen him last weekend. Um, it's, again, it's another one. Like, just everything's just so crisp and on point. And it's, it's one of them. It's, it's, hard, it's almost harder to have a bad match with him than it is to have a good match. <laughs> <laughs> Same way with uh, Robbie, like I said before. Definitely. <laughs> How was the Was it the Burnley show last week? Was it the top row? Yes. That's, that's the one, yeah. yeah. I was supposed to wrestle on it, but I picked up a little bit of a um, niggle in my shoulder. Oh yeah. So we thought we thought for safety reasons we'll just I'll just take a week off and which to be fair we got got to watch a show. I saw guys that had been working hard over the past few months, you know, since lockdown finally get an opportunity to apply themselves on an actual show. Yeah. Um, which was incredible. Couldn't I be happier and prouder for them. Oh amazing. Um, and then yeah, the the main event was Valkabius, Jimmy Jackson, and Sheik in a triple threat match. Oh cool. That sounds great, man. It was. It was incredible. This is Dynamite Lee, and you are watching Broken But Glorious. And if you ain't watching, you better not like that fuse. All right, so if you're a promoter for a day promoting an event, so using wrestlers you've either worked or trained with, wrestlers are associated with you in some way, but I give you a match type, you tell me who you want to put in that match. Yeah. And as it's your show, every match can be intergender, every match can be triple threat, every match can be fatal four-way. So it's your show, you can do whatever you want. Put as many people in any match you want. So, yeah, oh, no, I'll just book everyone then. I'll just book everyone. There's, there's no everyone budget. Everyone deserves it. Yeah. 
All right, so who'll be in your? Obviously, not my budget because I couldn't afford that. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, who'll be in your opening contest? Get the crowd excited. Well, see, for an opener, you'd want two guys that got. To my, in my opinion, the opener is like one of the most important matches at any show. Definitely, you know, it, it sort of sets the standard for what's to come. And if your opener's bad, then you're not giving the fans much expectation going forward. Um, so I'll probably go with not biased, but one of my good mates, Jack Barron, because. Yes. He's, an, he's a safe bet <laughs> to have a good match with anybody. Uh, and I'll go with Enserico. Ooh, yeah. Because I seen them two actually wrestle last week and it was just a solid match from start to finish. They weren't doing anything crazy. They weren't, you know, going. At, they, weren't, they weren't ruining the spot on the card for someone else later on. It was just what that, what that show needed in that moment is what they did. And I feel like that's just, a, that's just like such a safe bet as an opening contest, so... Oh, amazing. That sounds fun. <laughs> They're two guys I want to see live. I've heard nothing but good things about them. Yeah, and Serico so. is one of the hardest workers I've ever met in my entire life. <laughs> just looking at his Instagram and he just makes me feel bad. <laughs> just how many runs he's doing, how many like, marathons or whatever it, like, he's preparing for next, or talking wow. with us, and it's just, he's just a machine. <laughs> Yeah, my, one of my best friends does tough mudders. I'm like, oh, I don't know how she does it. I'm just like, looking at her. Going, that looks sound look, brutal. Like, it looks looks really fun, but I don't know, it just looks knackered. <laughs> so. I'd, love to, I'd love to get into like triathlons at some point myself. Mm. Just <laughs> better to find them. Yeah, we'll, we'll to apply. I should probably talk to him to uh, ask him. <laughs> uh, what about a comedy match? Comedy match. Mm. Uh, my comedy match would have to be Big Guns Joe versus Gene yes. Money. Oh, yes. Now, the reason is because a lot of people sometimes do comedy wrestling mm-hmm. and then but and then forget the wrestling aspect of it. Definitely. <laughs> I think Big Guns Joe and Gene Money are that perfect combination. Oh, they're of hilarious. Out there, yeah, being hilarious, out there characters, and then also know the importance of putting the wrestling aspect in there because, mm-hmm. you know, like, if you see either of them, like, you know, I've seen Big Joe train a few times and some of the stuff he can do, like in the ring is you know you wouldn't believe it to be better because he never does it on the show mm-hmm. definitely like he's genuinely he's genuinely one of the better athletes going in the country to be honest um, and it's then really obviously Gene Money's working up and down this country you don't have to look far to see some of the stuff he can do yeah we, we saw uh, him at, uh, we saw him at Ignition three weeks ago and my girlfriend was just didn't get it when he was walking out he was like but by the end of his entrance, she got it. I was like, because he was like all oh, my big boy pants and, <laughs> and stuff, stuff like that. She's ah, I get it. <laughs> She's thinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just think I just think that match would be like the perfect combination of mm-hmm. lighthearted and funny and comedic, but also not forgetting the importance of having a wrestling match. Yeah, like Gene Money is a good example for it as well. Like one minute you'll It'll be like making people cry with laughter, and then the next minute we're taking someone's head off for one of the sickest Larry that she'll ever see. So, what would be your women's title match? Ooh. I'd have to go with one of my good friends and someone who's training with on the regular when we're coming up. Rio. Yes. Oh yes. Yeah, I like um, Rio. She would be going against. Let me have a think. Hmm. You know what? Uh, so, on women's match would be Rio yeah against someone I don't really know that well I've only seen her but I've only seen her work and just stellar match after stellar match um, is it I think her name's Aurora Tevez yes she's really good yeah um, yeah I think them two would have a cracker yes yeah, so, uh, that one. 
Who's she against? The one I went to. She was against Laxus Falcon when I saw her a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. She was really, really good. I think she won. Like I said, I don't, I don't really, not really too familiar with her, but like I've, from, I've seen her work a few times. Yes. She's really, yeah. She was really yeah. good. She, was, she, she seemed to have just appeared on the scene. It was like dead recently. So I've never heard of her until a couple of months ago. So, so, she, yeah, she's everywhere now. So, uh, you're about a, a mid card title, workhorse title match. So your workhorse Ooh. match. I'm still here. Again, I'm just trying to think because there's so many people <laughs> I could put in this position in this match. Put as many people in the match as you want. It doesn't have to be one on one. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm. You know, I'll put in. I'll put in Jimmy Jackson. Yes. Uh, from there, I'll go with. No, I'll go. With, I'll go with Jack Nudson. I don't think the name many people know. Yes, I like him right now. But if anyone's seen him work, you'll know that he's no one's fun. got a bad thing to say about him. Yeah, he's very fast. <laughs> so. uh, I'll, I'll make this a four-way just to be different for this one. Um, Jimmy Jackson, Jack Nudson. Uh, what else can I stick in here? Ethan Kelly. Yes, definitely. Been training with him recently. A few shocks. Just one of them. Just finds it. He just looks so effortless when he's working. It's such a nice lad as well. He interviewed him. Yeah, absolute class. Uh, two, two months ago, I think. Just before, just before everything opened up again. Yeah, really nice guy. I can't believe he was only seventeen as well. I was like, what? This <laughs> yeah. is so good. <laughs> yeah. So my yeah. So my mid card title match, workhorse match, would be Jimmy Jackson, uh, Ethan Kelly. Uh, who else did I say? Jack Nudson and yes. In fact, I'm going to make it a five-way. <laughs> yeah, uh, two bit and Dave Birch. Yes, five-way in a five-way. Five yeah. In fact, let's make it a six-way. Let's make it a six-way. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> make it a nice even number. <laughs> what else can I throw in here? Um, oh, <laughs> made it really hard for myself. Now I should have just stood at five. <laughs> but, uh, I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to think back to the recent shows that I've done. <laughs> you know, I'm going to throw a bit of a wild card in there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. A bit in. Uh, if you're not familiar, it's, it's a, I think he, he's trained at Pinfall yeah. over the past few years. And I hadn't seen him for a long time. And then I worked with him the other week. And it was one of that. Again, it was a super easy. And he's just. He, yeah. So my five way match or six way match, I've made it now, will be yeah. Jimmy Jackson, Jack Nudson. Two bit, yeah. Dave Birch, Ethan Kelly, and Ethan Kelly, and then to and then to put a wild card in there, the rare bit you can just throw them around. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of rare bit. I was just I was trying to think. Yeah, I can't remember who. It was Dynamite Lee when I was doing. I was researching. Oh, Dynamite like, Lee! Well, I've got, yeah. It's, it's a seven way now. Dynamite Lee's in there. Yeah, I was... didn't think of Dynamite Lee. Oh, I'm disappointed in myself. Yeah, well, Sorry, Lee, if you listen to this, <laughs> <laughs> you're winning. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's next? Um, uh, hardcore extreme rules style match, or just a extreme Ooh. stipulation type of match? I want a death match. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, death match. Uh, okay. Love well, Drew Parker against Cameron Solis in a death match. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a current sellout because everyone would just know. But you know, <laughs> that'd be mental. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I just, I, I just, yeah, I'm loving seeing Drew's work over in Japan. There's his Instagram just full of him looking yeah. like a bloody <laughs> mess every week. I've seen his recent match at uh, GCW. Yeah, I don't know how he does it, man. No, just a freak of nature, just being able to do that every other. Again, like I'm not really too familiar on death matches, but like 
I will watch if it's someone I'm familiar with or someone that someone's told me to watch because it's good. Then you know I'll check it out. But yeah, I, just, I don't know how he keeps doing it. That's just a machine. I've got sad way. How do you? Why do you want to do it? It's like, how how you enjoy it? <laughs> yeah, I'll stick to my wrist locks. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cameron is one of my favourites. Um, he's fighting for the Ignition Championship this weekend. So hopefully, in my in my fancy book, and he hits the corkscrew for the first time ever, wins the championship, <laughs> his first ever championship, and then. Scott Overman cashes in on him straight away. That's what that's what I'd do. <laughs> so, if I, if I was booking it, so, <laughs> and then it looks like everything's going right for him, and then Scott just ruins it again. So, but yeah. to have class matches together. Yeah, I've seen so many matches, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's been just better than last as well. Mm. Yeah, the last the last Wrestle Island show, it wasn't quite. PG, if they had a slightly bit, they were hitting each other with everything. I was like, oh, yeah, this, is, this is just bordering on what's okay in a family show. Are you all tag team title match? Uh, easy one. I think they're the most underrated tag team. Uh, Crash Bot. Yes, I love them. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're, they're fucking incredible. They're so fun. Yeah. Um, and I'll stick them in a tag match. Against, hmm. oh, easy one, easy one. <clears throat> okay, tag, my tag team title match will be Crash Butt versus MSK. Yes, that'll be fun. <laughs> that would be insane. Where did you work up MSK? Uh, there was a there was a time where CCW came over mm-hmm. and ran shows with PCW. Um, oh, cool. They did some like combined shows. Had some insane matches that weekend. Uh, me and my mate Jack Barron got booked late notice on both shows. <laughs> uh, we were like very new as well. Well, not very new, but like we were sort of not as experienced when it comes to actual shows. But yeah, um, yeah. And then Zach and Des were running training classes for like a week, I think. Oh wow! Yeah. And then at the end of the week, we did like an academy show. Uh, um, they were really sound. They brought in CZW guys to work with our guys and our train, our trainee guys. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and I think Zach and Des wanted to work with me. And my oh, partner. wow. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Um, which, yeah. So I'd stick them in with Crash Butt. Yeah, that'd be, oh, that'd be cool. That'd be a great match. <laughs> and then it's can, you imagine, can you imagine some of the stuff them four have come up with together? I think, I think <laughs> that'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably put that as a straight comedy match. I think that'd be hilarious as well. So. Um, then it's your main event. So. Main event. I'm going to go with Brady Phillips. Yes. Uh, Will Cruz and Sheik El Sham in a triple threat. Yes, that'll be good. That make it a four when we'll put Joey A's in there as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. <laughs> oh, that'd be an amazing card. <laughs> so, why am I not running shows? <laughs> I just need to find someone who can pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> Some of their matches would be amazing. Some of the MSK versus Crash Plates, I'd love to see that. Honestly, that, that, yeah. I'd book a show and still pay for ticket money to watch that match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's seven way would be crazy. <laughs> if we're not careful, it's going to be an eight way. I'm going to think of someone else. <laughs> right, um, so, where can people see you in the near future? Uh, well, not <clears throat> PCW this weekend. We've got a show in Blackpool. Um, let me just have a look. I don't know if it's because I've got two shows this weekend. I don't know if it's Friday, Saturday, or Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So, I've got PCW in Blackpool this Friday at the Judo Club. Um, and then 
we're in Lancaster on Saturday for a summer barbecue party. Oh, cool. <laughs> so we're supposed to them two this week. Uh, I've got Unstoppable Wrestling, yes. October 31st. It's always, good, it's always a good night that. Yeah, I've heard really good things about Unstoppable. Yes, always, always packed. And one of the loudest crowds going. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think. And then I've got This Is Wrestling again in November, which I'm so excited to go back there for. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. I might try and get the... They're the, they're the first company that really give me a main event spot. Um, and I really owe that company a lot, to be fair, mm-hmm. for my career, because I never really had that main event wrestling experience before. Yes, that's why I got your um, the Fighting Pride of Lancashire nickname for you. I was like, oh, this yeah, is just, yeah. just there. You, you use it, or is it? Yeah. No, yeah. Um, honestly, I couldn't be more appreciative of Daryl for giving me the opportunities. Like, it's, mm. it's worked wonders for me. Yes. And I've been able to work with guys like Sandy Beach, uh, obviously before JJ Webb, um, just... Uh, Omari as well. So Dylan Roberts was that? Was that, was that yeah, 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 Dylan Roberts as well. That was, that was, a, that was a really good match. I watched that. I watched that today. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, before we go, um, got any social media or any merch you want to promote? Uh, you know what? I've never really had merch. Wow. In fact, I've never had never had merch. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people get into wrestling too soon with yeah. the mind trying to make money straight away, like. The way I see it, like I, I want to make sure I want to get good at wrestling first, like that, and prioritize my wrestling, yeah. and then, and then when I feel like I'm at a, an, a reasonable sort of level, maybe I can start throwing merch out there, and because I feel like right now it'd only be like my mates buying my t-shirts and stuff like that. But I want to get to a point where like you know, I'm quite a well-known name, mm-hmm. and then wrestling for a few of the bigger companies, and then, <clears throat> then maybe I can throw some merch out there. But uh, social media on Twitter. I am at philipmichael98, Instagram at philipmichael98, and I don't have a Facebook page for my wrestling yet. I used to. I was going to say, did you used to? Because you're on your um, cage match, you've got one, but when I clicked on it, it didn't, it didn't work. So. Yeah, no. That's <laughs> why I hold on that. So, so what is, what is yeah. the dream? Is, is the dream to get to Japan, get to the States, or yeah? You know what, mate? I want, I want, I'll be honest with you. I want to wrestle bloody everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to work for Japan. I'd love to be classed as a super ju- uh, a junior heavyweight at some point, whether mm. it's for New Japan, whether it's for Old Japan, whether it's for, you know, like Noah, just anywhere, anywhere in Japan. That's what I work oh, for. Um, then I'd like to, I think WWE would be like my end goal. Yes. Um, say if I, say if like some, mad insane miracle i got <laughs> signed like today i feel like i just get lost in the shuffle because a lot of what makes them guys as amazing as they are is like 12 years of experience a lot of them had before they got signed and mm-hmm. a lot of them wrestled abroad wrestled different countries went to japan went to mexico you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah but that's a part of what makes them so good and that's how they got to where they are now and whereas yeah. i don't have that experience as of yet and i feel like it's really important and crucial in your development as a wrestler to be able to work with all styles. Yeah, because um, you can see when Millie McKenzie, they wanted her to sign straight away, but she's like, oh, no, I want to get a bit more experience in Japan and oh, the world. And, and now she's, yeah, now she's back in NXT UK and I think she's all the better for it from having oh, a couple of months in Japan. Yeah, so like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I hope, yeah. Like, like WWE is my end goal. I'd, I'd love to wrestle um, for a few of the American indies as well. Like yes. one day, like, a P, like a PWG or something like that. Um, Being the Battle of Los Angeles. Yeah, oh, imagine. Oh. <laughs> um, 
What other companies are they? You got the big Mexico ones as well, AAA? Yes. Mexico is like, that will be a completely different experience because they obviously they have do everything on the right-hand side mm-hmm. in wrestling. Yeah. Which I was learning so long to do certain things a certain way and then having to change it, that would be like one hell of a challenge. Um, but I'd love to do it. I'd love to experience it all. Like, I love wrestling in all aspects. I love comedy wrestling. I love technical wrestling. I love high-flying wrestling. <laughs> I love these little spot fest matches that some people take offense to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I just love it all. I'm just a big fan of wrestling. Um, and yeah, anything I can do, I'll do it. You know, <clears throat> I'm not shy. I'll work any style, any show, any match. Oh, amazing. <laughs> well, I really enjoyed I'll put links to everything in the uh, description below the interview. So I've really enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on again in the future. And I hope I'll be able to see you at a show soon. So. Yeah, man, I'd love to be on again at some point in the future. Um, I've enjoyed talking today. <laughs> I've, not, I've not been able to actually sit down and talk with someone about wrestling for like so long. <laughs> oh, <amazing. laughs> in detail, uh, class. I think this is actually my first sort of interview interview I've ever done. Oh, wow. Uh, I did a radio show once to promote another, to promote a company's show coming up, but yeah. I've never actually done an in-depth interview about my career and stuff like that. Oh, so, yeah, it's been, I've enjoyed it. Oh, thank you. That was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you so, for having me on. 